What's up? Welcome back to Adorn Podcast. This is episode 66, and we have our dear friend Peyton Keller with us today. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Adorned Podcast. We're your hosts, Erin and Casey. We would love for you to come join us each week as we discuss what it means to be made beautiful by God's Word. Whether you are a college student walking to class, a mom folding laundry during nap time, or a boss babe sitting in rush hour traffic, we hope that we can encourage and inspire you to pursue a deeper understanding of the Bible. So today we're going to have a fun conversation with Peyton Keller. Peyton, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, My name is Peyton. I am 22 years old. I will be 23 in August. I grown up in Pflugerville, so Austinite all the way. I I remember growing up in the field, basically. (laughs) In the field? In the field. Like, our house was the only one on the block, like, running around. It was a big red brick house. I still, like, love it and grew up in that house. Have tons of amazing memories Mm -hmm. here in Austin and kind of crazy that I'm still here. Yeah. Um, I always thought that I would, 18, get on a plane and go somewhere. But um, God obviously had other plans for me. So I'm here. Um, I am a worship pastor, worship minister at a church um, called The Fellowship, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love it. Music has always been my my heart, and it's morphed in genres and mm-hmm. kind of how it looks over the years, um, but music has always been who I, who I am and my passion, and um, not necessarily defined me, but I always felt connected to every, every person and, and now Jesus through music, mm-hmm. and so that's really the core of who I am, but... I'm single, not married, no kids yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Austin and I all the way, and yeah, it's a little bit about me. That's cool. So that's um, just a little heads up why we wanted to have Peyton on here today. You know, in this series where we're we're talking about how to use um, our gifts for God's glory, and mm-hmm. so we have done an episode a long time ago about worship as a spiritual discipline. But we wanted to bring Peyton on specifically because she has. Um, and we'll talk about this more, but she has experience with music outside of the local church. Mm. And then, you know, she's going to talk about how kind of that journey and what has brought her to use her gifts within the local church. And so we're really excited to have you on and kind of just share that with us of what it looks like to use the gifts that God's given you mm. in a way that is not self-seeking, but is really to bring glory to God. Yeah. So tell us a, um, a fun fact about you. Um, so this is the biggest like fun fact that everybody is very, especially people who know me don't know is that I am not a natural redhead. I dye my hair every single month. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. And my dad is a redhead. So my complexion really compliments it. I don't Um, think I knew that either. Nope. The first time I told Jonathan, uh, Casey's husband (laughs) about it, he was like, you're lying. That's (laughs) funny. I was like, nope. So what color is it? Brown? It's blonde. Blonde. No. It is blonde. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy actually That's because funny. my my skin tone complements yeah, it. Yeah. It feels right. And my sister is actually a blonde. I mean, yeah. a redhead naturally. She dyes okay. her blonde. So I always say, maybe Jesus That's just got confused a little bit. Come on, I needed to be natural redhead. That's so funny. that is so. How funny. long have you been dyeing your hair, oh hair my red? Gosh, so long, so long. I can't even remember the first time, but. I've tried, so my senior year in high school, I went blonde for a season for uh-huh. prom. And every time I look at those pictures, I'm like, it's just not right. You're like, who is just that? Just not who I who am. Is that? that is so that funny. Is funny. That is a good fun fact. Yeah. Is. <laughs> you have anything else? Um, I'm an Enneagram 7. Oh, me too. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm a 7 8. I'm a 7 8 too. Yes. Look at us. Okay, did you okay, read that y'all. article that was like, this is what is needed in the church, women who are 7 and 8s? I yeah, haven't. You'll I'll have to send, send it that. to you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is so cool. That kind of is a big part of mm-hmm. my passion and mm-hmm. how I operate too. So yeah. 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 It's a great number. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I, have to admit. I was reading this thing. It was like 
people who are sevens like don't realize, well, what's wrong with being a seven? Seven's like the best. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> everybody's seven, like, yeah. well, that's what's wrong with sevens. They <laughs> yes. think they're the best. That's yes. funny. That's so true. Uh, I have a lot of fun sevens in my life, so I like sevens. What are you, Casey? I'm a two. A two? Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, I can see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. All those little like memes and stuff. I'm like, yep, that's totally me. And yeah. then Annie Downs is doing that series right now on yeah. like she's going through like she's interviewing different Enneagram numbers like mm-hmm. every time. And like the two episode, I was like, yep, totally me. <laughs> I haven't listened to the sevens yet, but I don't know if it's out yet. Is it not out yet? It might know. not be out yet. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so tell us um, what are you passionate about and what dreams has this passion led to? Music would be my 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 main passion. Uh, different types of music have kind of filtered in and out of my life. Um, so many dreams. Music is such a huge part of like culture mm-hmm. in general of our society and things like that. And so, like Aaron said before, I wasn't always in the church at all, um, pursuing big dreams, pursuing mm-hmm. um, I always call it my Nashville dream mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because so when I was 18, I was going to move to Nashville, mm-hmm. um, walked into a, the fellowship, a local church, and God just completely wrecked my heart in that. Oh. You were 18 when you walked in here? Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. it was before Juliana was born. Yep. Man, time flies. Yeah. Goodness gracious. That's like five years ago. It's yeah. so weird. It's so weird to think about because it feels like such a short time. Like, yeah, it does. Especially like healing process in that uh-huh. too of like when you've not walked with Jesus for so long um and then getting back and just wanting mm-hmm. to know Jesus it just like totally wrecked me and so mm-hmm. I'm like that was like a year ago and it's <laughs> yeah. like nope five years ago dude five <laughs> wow. years ago That's so so yeah um what was the question I'm sorry so tell us a little bit about like what it looked like before you walked into the fellowship like that passion yeah. that you had for music what did it look like what did you think it was gonna look like for you to walk out and like go for those dreams yeah so I started playing guitar and playing out in Austin when I was 10 whoa 10 years old um there is a everybody knows it like school of rock movie Uh there's a school in Austin that does it um and I was so involved in that and like so immersed in that culture and so like rock music was like who I was Pat Benatar Blondie like idols Ah. I love it they're so fun um to sing and so playing out in bars or to Maya um Continental Club all of those things at 10 years old 10 years old (laughs) that is awesome it's so awesome (laughs) and so that morphed into uh two bands in that season so that was when I 10 to 16 Mm -hmm. I did that um a band called Vintage Daisies and Gypsy and super successful in that and loved it with everything in me like this was always what I loved but Mm -hmm. it never felt right Mm. looking back on it it never felt like it was just right and I don't know what I loved it and I was so passionate about it and went after it um but there's just this feeling and I was saved when I was seven fully convinced I had the Holy Spirit at that time and Mm. that was that conviction of I didn't know what that meant at that time because I we walked away from the church and walked away from I personally walked away from Jesus at that time um but totally the Holy Spirit now like nudging Mm -hmm. me like "Mm, probably not the right thing but I know you love it and so but completely growing me in my gift um Mm -hmm. so reason for the season right yeah um and then when I was 16 went through pretty traumatic situation um in my life and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to find the Jesus that I knew when I was seven. Mm. Like, I'm not doing rock music anymore. We Mm. had, uh, I was in a band called Gypsy at that time, and I quit. Like, we opened up for ZZ Top. Like, we did all of these, like, super cool things and just super connected and could have been awesome, right? And I was just gave it all up, and I was like, I just need to get back to who I am. Like, Mm. who am I? This isn't who I am. I love it, the passion, all of those things, but it's not speaking to my soul. It's not filling me anymore. And so... 
as any, I was like, I'm going to get back to Jesus. And I was like, oh, country music. Mm. That'll do it. They're That's more Christian, right? That's a <laughs> step in the Jesus. right direction. <laughs> Which is oh just so funny. It's like a 16-year-old, like, that totally makes sense oh, in yeah. your brain. Oh, uh, yeah. Logic. Yeah, But sure. it's like. Looking back, but, you know, reason for the steps. But um, so I got into country music, which helped a lot, actually, because um, even in the music business, like being a young girl mm-hmm. who's from Texas, it's like kind of it just worked. And so um, but the main reason was I just wanted to know Jesus. And so did that for a year and um, got an opportunity to see a record deal in, in Nashville mm-hmm. and do all of those things. And then year after that or kind of in the midst of that I walked into the fellowship Mm. and so like I came here just to know Jesus I sat in a blue chair for Mm -hmm. nine months and was like I ain't doing nothing super broken at that time because of my previous situation and all of those things and so I just wanted to know Jesus I wanted to be a country singer like I was going to move to Nashville see Austin not Mm -hmm. my thing anymore um but Jesus had other plans and um worship pastor at church Jonathan Hunt um actually my mom signed me up for auditions without me knowing (laughs) So, yeah, we like, that's funny. It's super funny. It's super funny if you know her too. So, uh, (laughs) so she's awesome. So she's a God, godsend at that point. And so, yeah, that's kind of, I was ready to move to Nashville and pursue country until I got plugged into a local church Mm. and God completely wrecked me and healed me, Mm -hmm. um, at the fellowship. And so, yeah, it's just pretty crazy where, where I've been and then where passions have led and, it's always been the core of music, but it's just looks so different in different mm-hmm. stages of my life and my spiritual life and all those things. So would you say like in that season where you were um, with rock and with country, mm-hmm. you were focused on like your passions for self-fulfillment? Oh, yeah. And so like as moving into the church and now using your gifts in that way, like how has that changed where now your focus is more on? you know, using the gifts God has given you for his glory. Like, is there some ways that you can put into words? I'm sure a lot of it is yeah, more just yeah. like not able to explain, but is there anything that comes to mind? Yeah. Um, the first word when, when you're talking about that is contentment mm. as sevens, like mm-hmm. contentment is the biggest thing that we struggle with yeah. as sevens. And so, um, doing rock and playing out and I wanted contentment and fame. Mm-hmm. I wanted contentment and making a lot of money and people yeah. knowing my name. Um, but now my contentment, I know, and the freedom and the hope that I walk in is the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. not my own name. Oh, that's good. And so the fame is for Jesus. And mm-hmm. there's so much satisfaction and contentment in that and using your passions for something so much bigger than yourself. Mm. It doesn't even feel like I'm in it because Jesus could change mm-hmm. my gifts tomorrow and it's still going to be for him. It's mm-hmm. never going to be for my name. And so dep- whatever passion it is, it's, it doesn't matter if, it, if it's God-led and God-ordained and divine. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a big difference is where the name and like what, what I find my contentment in, mm-hmm. um, it's not necessarily, it's not my passion. It's Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's good. That's good. So, um, how has God really used this to teach you more about who he is? Oh man. So many things. Um, God has taught me a lot about the kindness that he has for his mm-hmm. people and people who love him within music music is such a left brain spiritual Uh emotional connection to the lord and so i think as somebody who is satisfied in the lord now my passion for jesus on an emotional level um has just i'm I'm in love with jesus Mm. it's a love it's not this thing that i feel forced into it's a relationship it Mm. completely is that 
I think walking into wanting to know Jesus when I was 16 into a church, I was like, I got to have all the knowledge. I got to know everything. Mm. I got to know every Bible story. I've got to know exactly what Jesus says about himself. But God speaks to his people directly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus wants to reveal himself face to face. Mm -hmm. And music and worship is such a massive part of biblical times. And David, the whole Psalms, there's a whole book, 150 Mm -hmm. Psalms about worship and Mm -hmm. singing to the Lord and crying out to the Lord. And worship comes in so many different forms other than music. But there's this like emotional, spiritual connection that you get when you sing out to the Lord and cry out to the Lord that... God has taught me kindness that I can cry out. Mm -hmm. It is a relationship. It's not, you don't have to know everything. You know me, and that's completely enough for Mm -hmm. me. Like, you don't have to be perfect. Come as you are. Um, So really the kindness of Jesus, Mm -hmm. Of that's just a crazy thing to think about, of king of kings Mm -hmm. on a throne wants to meet with Mm -hmm. broken Peyton. Mm -hmm. Like, doesn't make any sense to me at all. Um, Even when I read the Bible, honestly, it's like, I don't don't feel related to it. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of the time it's like, oh, no, I'm broken. I'm all of these things. And then you sing out these truths about Jesus of his kindness and his sacrifice and resurrection and hope and the freedom, um, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And it's just such a kindness of God to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I think most of all, like within music and passion, I think God has revealed his kindness to me. Yeah. That's That's good. good. I feel like that's kind of been a theme over the last Hmm. few months. Mm -hmm. Like with our podcast, we've talked a lot about God's kindness. Really? I like that. Yeah. 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 So you mentioned in there, like the the book of all the Psalms. Is there anywhere else in scripture that comes to mind when you think about, you know, your passion for worship and for music? Oh, definitely. Um, So I always think about, um, I mean, we went through this is going to sound a little off base, but it relates in a good way <laughs> to, to, to in, in my personal. I always, when I think about worship, it's kind of off base, but um, in Revelation it says uh, they'll be saved by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, and so within the word of my testimony, my life has been music mm. and worship, a life lived with God and all of those things. And so I always think about um, the word of my testimony is Jesus. Right. It's never about me, but it's always about the life, a a worshipful life and Mm. and living in that and singing out to the Lord um, and doing those things. Mm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about how, you know, when you were pursuing music just for yourself, it was, you know, more self-focused. And then you've changed how um, you can use your gifts, gifts to glorify God. How have you also seen, because I know like in my life, when I turn something from being more self-focused to more God-focused, mm-hmm. I also see um, that I'm able to impact others with my gifting. So how have you seen your community impacted by the gifts that you have? Yeah, that's a great question. So music I was pursuing it as a career. And so I had this whole community surrounding me mm-hmm. within rock and country music. Mm-hmm. And so in that, I feel like I have two separate communities in that yeah. hopefully in Jesus name, they'll come together and um, people will come to know Jesus. But I had this whole base of thousands of people that followed me and mm-hmm. loved me uh-huh. and just wanted to support me. And so I never changed any of it to I just switched all of my names over. So when in country music, I was known as Peyton Nicole. And so I just switched everything over to Christian stuff mm-hmm. without saying anything, really. Yeah. I did one video to say, like, hey, this is why I quit everything and um, all of those things and just switched over to Christian. But 
you have all of these non-believers who are mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Like, uh-huh. why would you ever do that? Mm-hmm. Um, but then a couple months ago, too, I've had tons of people from even high school reach out to me and say, mm-hmm. hey, because of you have gotten like plugged into a local church. Um, oh, amazing. I've done all of these things. I really want to pursue Jesus. Thank you for being obedient. It's like we both didn't love Jesus in high school. I'm not judging or anything <laughs> like that. But <laughs> yeah, um, it's just crazy that it's so divine in the sense that I me- I was meant to walk through all of that and all of the uncontentment and unsatisfaction within that um, because God reaches out for the one. There's mm-hmm. one person in there that Jesus wanted, hopefully, of course, more. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people affected by my change that know Jesus now mm-hmm. and they still follow me and still see um, all of my posts and music and released an EP last year and yeah. things like that. They still support me. Mm-hmm. Um, so exposed to the gospel. Yeah. 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 And then local church wise, just worshiping with people. It's changed me probably more than it's changed my community. Um, just seeing people love Jesus and connect through worship. Mm. So that's so cool. And that's so encouraging because sometimes we don't see that. Sometimes we don't hear those mm-hmm. stories, mm-hmm. but to know that you're impacting people in that way and that the decisions you make, they do affect other people, um, yeah. both positive and negative, but to get to hear those stories of the positive impact, that's so cool. It's yeah. pretty crazy. It's, it's just so reassuring, like you're saying, and just that sometimes we don't understand why we're doing something, mm-hmm. but we just be obedient. And Absolutely. then like God is so gracious and kind, like you were saying to like, let us see glimpses mm-hmm. of, Oh, look at how that impacted that person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's not, it's not just about my relationship with God. Yeah. It's about sh- exposing that to others mm-hmm. and allowing them to hopefully follow along and, and walk in those same footsteps. Mm-hmm. I think it also proves that it's just not about us. Right. It's about God. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to give your life over to Jesus and the mission of the gospel and, He's gonna he's gonna use your story, um, mm-hmm. and you just have to be content in that. And mm-hmm. I've learned that. So yeah. So if someone's listening to this and they're you know feeling like the Holy Spirit's like, wow, I've really convicting them of trying to grow in passion for themselves, or but they're like, wait, I want to you know I want to do this for God's glory. Like, what would be your biggest encouragement to them? Yeah, get plugged into a church. Mm. Just start worshiping. Mm-hmm. Um, your spiritual life off stage is more important than your leading out yeah. on stage. God will lead that and um, mm-hmm. be spirit led in that, but get in your Bible, yeah. mm-hmm. know Jesus in a deep way. Because mm-hmm. if you're not, if you're pursuing worship and you're not pursuing Jesus, you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You're pursuing yourself. Um, and so my biggest advice, get plugged in, start worshiping, get on a worship team, surround yourself with people who love worship and understand the purpose of worship mm-hmm. and are centered on Jesus in worship mm-hmm. um, and in music. And that is just not about them. And know Jesus on a deep level. Don't pursue worship, pursue Jesus. And Jesus will open um, all the doors that he has for you. Yeah, that's good. that's good. Kind of kind of on the same note, but um, like if someone's listening to this and they're like, wow, she completely shifted mm-hmm. from self-focused <laughs> to God-focused. Like, can you maybe just like think of a time and just like be really vulnerable about like, do you sometimes fall back into, oh, no, wait, I do want this for my name? Like, is that something that you struggle with? Is that something, what do you do in those moments to, like, help yourself extend grace to yourself, but also remind yourself, like, okay, I need to keep my eyes on Jesus? Absolutely. I totally fall into that mm-hmm. um, because I'm a broken person, mm-hmm. right? And platform's a hard place to mm-hmm. be. Um, and there's seasons, too, where being completely honest that I really love Jesus. We're connected. I hear his voice, all those things. And there's seasons where I've strayed Mm. um, and I don't feel connected and I don't feel like myself. I don't feel like Jesus hears me. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like any of these things, which is 
lies of the enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's always going to be seasons, right? We're not in glory yet. We're still broken. Mm -hmm. Um, But Jesus is faithful and Mm -hmm. he honors the pursuit and honors the journey of that. And so um, if you're pursuing platform, it's, you're going to get attacked Mm -hmm. everything in in different seasons and it's going to look in different ways. And so, um, my biggest encouragement is that is keep going, keep mm-hmm. pursuing Jesus. Don't pursue opportunities. You mm-hmm. pursue Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and your spiritual life off the platform is the most yeah. important thing. Your relationship um, is never going on. You can fake it all day long on stage mm-hmm. if you want to. Um, that's not a life I want to live. Mm-hmm. I want to be vulnerable. I want to share. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I'll never be perfect, but Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And so that's who I'm going to elevate. I'm not going to elevate myself. Um, but it's also surrounding yourself with people who know you mm-hmm. and who love Jesus. And there's uh, just so much power and accountability and mm-hmm. discipleship yeah, that's good. that if you're not plugged in with people that you trust to say, um, hey, kind of doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. like, Or, hey, yeah. question everything you do. of, Hey, Peyton, like, why do you want to put out a record? Why do you mm-hmm. want to... Um, say this exhortation is it to lift you up or is it Mm. to reveal jesus because it kind of feels like it's about you Mm. um and i've I've had that multiple times in my life and i'm thankful for that because sometimes it's all inward and you overthink things and you just don't see truth Mm -hmm. as somebody who you love and is on the outside can see it and so you have to have those people that you trust that's going to speak into um what you're doing Mm -hmm. especially if it's a um a platform Mm -hmm. and it's just so easy to fall into that. And the enemy is looking for those opportunities yeah. too. So surround yourself with people. Mm-hmm. Um, always be centered on Jesus. Mm-hmm. Question. I always have um, North Stars, if you uh. will, um, that I always go back to when I do anything. Um, somebody asked me to sing on a record, let's say. Uh, I'll always go back to my North Stars. Is this gospel centered? Mm-hmm. Who is, what is this for? Is it standards, if you will? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, always going back good. to those North Stars of, um, is it for Jesus or is it for you? Yeah. Question everything you do. Yeah. I think that's good. Have a conversation about everything you do with Jesus. Yeah. That's really good and super practical. So thank yeah. you for that. That's really helpful. Yeah. When you're talking about like discipleship and um, spending time in the word and stuff like that, do you mm-hmm. have any practical resources that you'd like to share books or um, studies or anything like that? Like even maybe how your relationship like with, um, some of these friends that you're talking about, like, do you get together once a week? Is it just like an organic thing? Can you share some of those, some of those things? Yeah, absolutely. I watch a ton of worship videos online, um, worship teachings Uh um, about from Bethel to Matt Chandler to always get perspective. um, But your guidelines is Bible. Mm -hmm. Like, and so a a practice that I love to do and um, that, I constantly do. And the girls that I disciple and worship, um, I tell them to do this is take a song. Mm-hmm. You believe in it. Okay, cool. Tell me exactly where it says that in scripture. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to know your scriptures and then you're going to believe what you're singing and you're going to know that the Lord's going to honor that. And mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is truth. And so that's the biggest thing. I think your biggest resource is your Bible. Bible. And so yep. I knew um, I liked you. and perspectives are good too of like you know like Jen Wilkins one of my favorite teachers Mm -hmm. and she teaches bible Mm -hmm. and so everything that is involved in worship worship is a life lived with God and so if you're going to pursue Jesus you have to be in your bible and so the songs that you're going to sing is it biblical Mm -hmm. do you do you Mm -hmm. believe that are you singing it because it's on the radio right and that the culture around you is trying to tell you Mm -hmm. what what you should believe and what you should sing um it's a powerful thing to ask a congregation to sing out truths 
Right. Mm-hmm. You're telling them yeah. this is yeah. the truth. You yeah. sing it out. Yeah. Um, and so you best be very confident <laughs> in what you're singing <laughs> yeah. um, and that you believe it. And, you know, there's there's little things that maybe we don't agree on. Right. But, hey, let's have a conversation about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Of That's Hey, good. I think it's this way. But, well, guess what? I see it this way. And there's always conversation for that. So dissect your songs. Tell mm-hmm. me exactly where they are in scripture. Um, believe them. And then get different perspectives and watch videos, constantly learn, read books, mm-hmm. um, but stay, stay in your Bible. Yeah, it's good. good. I like that. So um, I'm going to throw this on you. We didn't ask you about this, but right now, what is your favorite worship song to lead? Ooh, that's oh, fun. Peace Be Still by Lauren Daigle mm-hmm. okay. and The Belonging. Okay. Um, it's such a powerful love song. love Lauren Daigle. Me too. Her voice is incredible it too. Is. And she's an incredible heart. Um, yeah, so this is a new song for me. I, I can't remember, remember even how I found it. Um, but I think peace is something that we all like mm-hmm. want all the time. Life is crazy. Life gets in the way. Um, and the peace of God. And I love the Bible story of when Jesus calms the storm. He mm-hmm. says, yes. peace, be still. And yes. so you, Jesus is with you in the storm and mm-hmm. you just have to call out upon him and ask him for peace and he's going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. And so that song the first line is, um, I don't want to be afraid because these waves are only waves. It's like, mm. yep, that's yeah. it, ma'am. Yep. And the mountains are only rocks. And mm. at the name of Jesus, everybody mm-hmm. bows. That's Good. what I was praying the other night. We had some really bad weather come through here. Mm. And I am like terrified of tornadoes. I have been my whole life. And I was just praying. I was like, and I think this is the calmest I've ever been in a bad storm, but I was just praying like, Lord, you command the waves yeah. and the wind. Mm-hmm. Like it all listens to your voice. And yeah. I know that like you are in control mm-hmm. yeah. and just that perspective. And it did. It just made this peace just wash over me. Yeah. It was yeah. just incredible. It's amazing how everything shrinks. Yes. Because when, yes. when your yes. eyes are like on the cross and on Jesus, yes. situations just sink and bow mm-hmm. and it's so powerful and it's one of those things I'm like, you just have to, you just have to experience it. Right. Um, but knowing Jesus, like as soon as I call upon the name, there's power in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I believe it and I've seen it and been healed by it. Um, by the presence of God. And so everything shrinks. You Mm -hmm. just got to focus on Jesus. Yeah. I love it. Well, this has been so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great conversation. I'm super encouraged by this and Mm. I I know everybody listening Mm. is going to be super encouraged too. Do you have, um, a Bible verse or a quote or anything you want to leave us with? Um, my biggest like in passions and whatever it may be is, um, second Corinthians two, two, um, Paul says, for I've decided to know nothing Mm -hmm. among you except for Christ and Christ crucified. Mm -hmm. I think that's perfect for whatever passion you're pursuing. You don't know anything except for Jesus and you point Mm -hmm. back to Jesus Mm -hmm. and everything you're doing and God's going to honor it. Mm -hmm. It's good. good. Thanks Mm -hmm. for being here with us today. Thanks for having me ladies. So So fun. fun. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, and most importantly, share with a friend. The beautiful music that you've heard on this episode today is by the incredibly talented Katie Cobbs.